You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. Anyway, um, let's move on to... Yeah, let's move on. Side B. Yep. The... Mostly the R&B side. Mostly. <laughs> so, well, we'll talk... I, I, I'm going to talk about the whole concept of two sides and everything else. We'll talk about it at the end. So, um, Peak, uh, produced by 40. Mm-hmm. Um, I, actually, I actually laughed out loud when I heard him say, treat you like a princess, rest in peace, Diana. That's... Uh, Man, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even make it that far. Oh boy, um, this song plots. Yes. What is what is going on here? Yes. Has forty? I mean, I'm gonna, look. I mean, I'll just say it right now because with a couple exceptions, like has forty forgotten what him and Drake are supposed to do, or is it Drake? Is he picking the wrong songs? Like I don't know what's going on, but like, I, I, I Drake Drake and forty is no longer an automatic. We're nowhere no, close to that. I but I think what happened. I think the only way I could salvage some of the songs on the second disc is they were married to the double disc. Oh, that's interesting. And then they had to just put it together. They just put it together. And it's at the end. It's like, all right, listen, we're, we don't have enough beats for this side. So now we don't have enough beats. Like they're, I'm sure they've got hundreds of songs laying around. Right. Let's just finish these, you know, let's finish these. Like, you know, they might even like them. Like that might even be their vibe as the kids say, but it's just, yeah. Like, I didn't. I, there's a. There's quite a few songs on this on this disc that I don't. I didn't need, and this is one of them. Well, l- let's talk about a song I actually do like. Okay. Summer Games. You like Summer Games? Oh yeah. Wow. Because this song is actually interesting. Produced wow. by Forty and No ID, um, with uh, the guy from Division, 1985, uh, co-wrote this. Um, I love these keys. This is a great tempo for Drake. It's totally super pop, and I 100% acknowledge it. And it feels so out of place with most of what's going on here. But you can see a world where songs like Summer Games and Nice For What, where the, and even Ratchet Happy Birthday, which we'll talk about in a second, just different, like a warmer tone that could have been interesting, except he doesn't really follow through with most of that anywhere else in the album. Um, this is, and I can't, so I can't believe that he didn't try to get a female singer on Summer Games. Like mm-hmm. that is such an automatic win. I don't understand what's going on. And uh, even though this is maybe the first like Drake song where I would say this could totally play during like the, uh, you know, guy and the girl f- fall in love early on in the in the in the teen movie montage, like this could play in the background, which I recognize from most people listening to the show. They're like, that's not a good thing. But I really like this song. It's mm. super interesting. Mm. I'm guessing you feel different. No, nah, I don't like this song at all. Really? No. Nope. Don't like the tempo. I actually agree with you with different tempos um, kind of stretch Drake to do different things. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't need this. This huh. plots, this plots to me. You think this plots? Yeah. And then, and wow. then when the drums drop, it's like, it's, it's not worth the wait for the building. Huh. Yeah. I'm okay. good. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about Jaded, uh, produced by Drake's engineer, Noel Catastre. Um, this is like the most. This is a this is a generic Drake R and B song, one thousand percent. Yeah, um, it's not really great. Well, it's not bad, but it's not great. Um, it's got Ty Dolla on it, but well, he is everywhere, huh? This is the year of Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, one hundred percent. But um, this is just totally one hundred percent skippable to me. I'm good. It's weird. Like these are the generic. If I'm gonna get a generic, um. Let me gather my thoughts. If I'm going to get a generic Drake 
R&B record, I'll take Jaded over Peak. Like uh, I think, sure, I, I think that's fair. I, I think, think Peak. Yeah, go ahead. If if I'm if I'm making a 1.5 and I'm cutting records, like I'm cutting Peak before Jaded. Yep, yep. And I feel like this might be a record that I'm that may grow on me later. So I'm not gonna okay submit my my perspective on it. But I don't I don't hate it right now. Okay. Um. After this, we got Nice for What. Yep. Uh, Murder, Black and Mild and Forty. This is a total breath of fresh air on this album. Yep. Um, I still like this song. It's, it's almost. I don't know. I don't know if I give this enough credit when when we um because I was complaining about the mix, of course, as I do when we first talked about the song when it came out. This is kind of an audacious sample in a way, right? Yes. Um, the way that it's used. Um, but this, you know, what this is this is. Uh, I'm gonna say it again. This is a fun record, right? Yes. And I get. I totally acknowledge like. Drake doesn't have to be anything he doesn't want to be, right? He's not feeling fun records. That's fine. But like, I'm telling you as like a fan and as a consumer, like Drake can do fun records. It's summertime. Like this, a lot of this album feels like it should have come out in December. This, right? I think the second disc in, in general feels like that. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. But like, nice for what? Perfect summer. Yeah. It's great. 100%. Um, playing this sample for my kids was really, was really fun because my son loves this record. Oh. Um, see not you get please tell me like if they, if there's a song they like that's got a sample are you going back and playing the sample immediately of course immediately we spent I I showed them who sampled and oh, we boy. probably spent an hour and a half on that site that's and then just searching with the site you can search by artists so you know my daughter was a huge Michael Jackson fan so we like went through and play I would play them the record and say who you think samples this and by the end of it they were catching it like, oh, that sample so-and-so or that. Yeah, they, they caught on to it. So, yep, yep. I played it for him. It was really, it was, it was fun. And then I felt, I felt a way, wanted to make some phone calls and cuss out some people. Because I'm like, yo, you haven't, like, your mom hasn't played you to Miss Education Lauren Hill? She hasn't at least played you X Factor? Oh, okay. I can't even play you the John Legend version because you haven't heard the Lauren Hill version. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? All right. Uh, next up, Finesse. Um, Produced by again Drake's engineer Noel Catastray. Um, this isn't terrible. Um, I like the bass on this, but again, it's kind of plotting. Yep. It's kind of forgettable. Yep. Your boy Fonteroy uh, co-wrote it and has some background vocals on here, but nah, I'm good. And we and we said that we said because um, he kind of went in on pushing good music a few weeks ago, and we were like, yeah, he's got some checks coming from that OVO <laughs> camp, and right. there you go. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it's okay. This might be a grower. Mm, yeah, might, I can see that. Might be a grower, but right now, nah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of okay songs on this. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, one of the, uh, more controversial songs <laughs> Yeah. Ratchet Happy Birthday. Yep. Which is such a Drake song title. 100%. Is there a Drake song title generator? I need a Drake song title generator website yep. and a Rick Ross song title generator yes. website um produced by boy wonder uh and jahan sweet um party uh co-wrote this and has background vocals <sighs> boy what is going on here um the beat's not terrible i'll say that i kind of like the beat a little bit but this song has really bad drake auto tune i don't i don't really understand what's going on with that like they didn't they didn't optimize the settings right because like it sounds kind of like how people used to use autotune like when you can't sing even though we know drake can sing if that makes sense um and um boy 
that ridiculous hook. I I wasn't expecting. <laughs> like I just yeah. I don't know, man. How do you feel about Ratchet Happy Birthday? I actually think the beat is kind of like quirky and weird, but kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. Only Drake can make um a song about a birthday song be um vindictive <laughs> and sad. <laughs> yeah. Like only Drake could do that. I think people right. were expecting another song to feel like Ratchet Happy Birthday. That's interesting. And they got this. Like nobody's mm. gonna be, nobody's gonna play this song on their birthday unless they throw a party and nobody shows up. <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> so nah, I'm I'm uh it like the beat is cool, but I just the content is just nah. Uh yeah. Um so we next up, uh that's how you feel again, produced by his engineer Noel. Um again, I don't know. This beat is okay. Um, you've got the live performance of, uh, of a Nikki record at the end mm-hmm. or at, on the, and, for uh, the hook. Yeah, yeah. For the hook. Sorry. Uh, I think of another record where it goes to the end, um, for the hook. And, um, I don't know. The song's okay. I guess I don't, I, I pretty much, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of skip it. How do you feel? Weird. I like the beat and I like the oh. Nikki sample. I don't know Interesting. why. Yeah. I don't yeah, know why it works for you. Yeah. I can't, I have no idea why, but it works. Okay. Um, the verses are whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, I like the Nikki hook and I like the beat. I don't know why. Mm. Okay. Yep. Um, after this, we got Blue Tent featuring Future. I don't know why he's not officially credited, but he's on here. Um, produced by Super Mario, Illmind, and some other people. Um, I like this. Like, this beat is good. Immediately, this is a... I much prefer the feel and just the overall vibe from this beat. Compared to most of this side B, I think Drake's flowing on this too. Um, I think Future's fine on it. Like, yeah, I'm a fan of the song. I think this song totally works. It feels kind of out of place. It's a weird, like, I don't know. I feel like if they were trying to make not two sides, but just one, even one long album, but one album, this is like track 14 or 15 or whatever. But like instead, where they try to split these into these two different sides, they kind of had to put it here. But what do you think? Um, I don't like the song. Really? Nah. Huh. Like as as nah, as I've been like kind of like wait and see. There's definitely some songs on the end of this disc where I'm just like nah, and this mm. is one of them. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Yep. Nope. Nope. I'm good. Okay. Uh, after this, we've got uh, in my feelings, produced by Trap Money Bunny and Forty. Um, so this is up tempo, which should work. Um, it's got an uncredited feature from. Have you heard of this duo City Girls? I've heard of them, yes. Right. I haven't really heard anything much from them. Um, Come, I, I know why. <laughs> totally not your bag at all. Yeah. Uh, samples uh, an old Magnolia Shorty song. Mm-hmm. Um, also samples Lil Wayne's Lollipop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Magnolia Shorty sample actually works. Oh my God. I, this beat doesn't 100% do it for me, but it is kind of growing on me. And I could see this song growing on me, but I'm not there yet. Okay. How do you feel about it? This is my favorite song on the album right now. Huh? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Went from emotionless to this. Yep. Like okay. this. I, I, I love the New Orleans bounce. I love Drake bringing that back. I love the Magnolia Shorty sample. Um, and the hook is, is really catchy. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Nah, this record is crazy. I love it. I love it. 
Huh. Yep. Okay. We in the building. We, we're here. <laughs> we are here. Well, now I can't wait to hear your opinion on Don't Matter to Me. Featuring okay. a, 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 an up-and-comer called Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> an up-and-comer. So, Hopefully um, he'll make it big someday. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is uh, in the like, 83, 84. So right around Thriller. Uh, MJ did a bunch of, uh, he did a bunch of sort of se- sessions and recordings with a guy named uh, Paul Anka. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And so the, this is from those sessions. Okay. Actual unreleased Michael Jackson vocal. Okay. Um, it's interesting to hear unreleased MJ vocals mm-hmm. out of their old context and in a new context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The way that they mixed his vocals, mm-hmm. they might as well have had Abel come in and sing it, if mm-hmm. you're being honest. Mm-hmm. But I'll give him credit because a lot of times with these, uh, you know, previously unreleased vocals, they're not, they're just, they're, they were left on the cutting room floor for a reason, right? But this is actually kind of a solid hook. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not amazing. And so, like, w- to me, like the 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 potential for this song to be terrible was really high, very high, high degree of difficulty here. To me, there was also a chance that man, maybe they just knocked this out of the park. And somehow, instead, the song is just like a beat. Yeah, like it's produced by Forty and uh, the guy from Division, nineteen eighty five. Uh, I one hundred percent picked up on those nineteen eighty five chords immediately. Um, but this beat is good, not great. I think Drake's. <laughs> good but not great on this and so i don't know like this song could have totally been a just a a total train wreck and it's not so i'll give it credit for that which i realize is damning with faint praise i kind of like it and the hook kind of gets stuck in my head but like i'm gonna get really nerdy i almost feel like go holler at quincy jones or whoever engineered the old michael studio sessions because they they didn't treat michael's vocals correct at all i agree they sound super flat and buried in the mix they they i think they compressed yeah, it just doesn't, there's no life to it. There's no mm-hmm. reverb. There's no nothing. I agree. It almost doesn't sound like Michael. I agree. They really, honestly, they really just had, you know, we can come in and do it, but, you know, that's not really going to. Well, I, I take, well, I take that back. It sounds like Michael. Oh, uh, sure. It sounds like Michael, but like there's, there's some like, like vibrancy missing. Like, yeah. It's, it's not but I, there. I think it's because it's a demo and it's one track. Mm. If you listen to Michael Jackson acapellas when, as he gets older, it's, it, I'm not gonna, he doesn't like layer his vocals, but it, it's oh, just he's it's, doing more to him. He's doing a lot. He's doing he's doing some different things. And so because that ear isn't there, I think I agree with you. Like they didn't know what to do with them. But yeah, I agree with the mix. Like the mix sounds really like not what they should be. But they, for they whatever. All, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I said, but, but for whatever reason, I kind of like this record. Yeah. Like I said, I kind of like it. Like it's 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 not like blowing me away and in, in a sense. The fact that it's this unreleased Michael Jackson vocals, which, by the way, just a big flex on Drake's part, right? One hundred percent. Your only features are Jay Z, and that's probably why Future's not credited. That's right. Is because you're Jay Z and Michael Jackson and Static. I think Static actually gets yeah. Static and Ty Dolla Sign get a credit. Yep. Yep. Um, Yep. But um, if if they would if they would have just stumbled upon this and it wasn't by Michael Jackson. Assuming that they actually keep the original one, they totally bring in somebody else to like beef up the harmonies on this. Yeah, but they would never do that. For I mean, in a sense, it'd be it would have been actually really funny if it's like, yeah, we've got this one track of Michael singing, and then we we have we have Abel singing alongside of it. That actually, honestly, that really could have worked. But instead, we get this. Yeah, so I agree. um, yeah, I'm I'm yeah, it's it's cool. 
It's, it's, yeah. it's like I said, I'm one of those people who did not hate the two Drake and Aaliyah records that leaked when Drake mm. and 40 were commissioned to produce a unreleased Aaliyah album. And then everybody, hey, I think everybody hated the idea because people are in this. This is this is going to happen with X. This happens with all the people who die. Like they just go to this place where you can't touch them. Mm. Um, and so nobody could have done an Aaliyah record except for Missy and Timbaland. Mm. And though that would have been noble, I think that, I mean, God, he has the woman tattooed on the back. Like, I, I don't think, I don't think that he would, have, I think he would have handled those with care. And like, I think that those two records that leaked were not terrible. One of them, I think was, was it called talk is cheap. Like one of them was actually dope. Um, so with that being said, you're right. A Drake and Michael Jackson record would have been like, could have been, oh my God. But I wonder what people were expecting. Were you expecting like a Billie Jean or a thriller or like, was he supposed to get like the way you make me feel? Was he supposed to get like this number one smash that Michael never put out? Of course no, he was going to get a demo. I, you're right. I, I mean, I was actually, I was pleasantly surprised actually. Yeah, of course he was going to get a demo. Because if there were, if there were like no doubt about it, like number one smashes sitting in a vault, they would have been released. They would have been released. You see it? Rest in peace, Joe Jackson, by the way. It would have been released. Right. Nope. But I'm cool with it. I don't, I don't, it's not like one of my favorites, but it's, it's solid. It's cool. I'm not mad at it. All right. We are now rounding third, coming on home after <sighs> dark featuring static major and Ty Dolla produced by static major and 40. Boy, that guitar is all static, isn't it? Oh um, my God. I heard that immediately and I was like, I'm sorry, is this a late 90s black ground? <laughs> I was going to say, yo, this. <laughs> That's exactly what this song is. Absolutely. And like, I know this is Drake who probably like memorize, who, 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 who knows the entire like black ground, like catalog and knows the words to every album cut. Yeah. So like, as long as you know that that's what you're going in for, then this song you might really like. Yeah. To me, I'm like, this is cool. Like, it's clearly that kind of song. It's an album cut, right? There's, uh, there's a Maxwell sample on it. Um, you know, he, he's making some, you know, we'll call it bedroom music, right? Wait, wait, wait. This just in. Mm-hmm. DeMarcus Cousins has agreed to a deal with Golden State. Ho, ho, ho! Oh, my God. What? Whoa. So much. Wow. How much? Just says a, just says a deal. Wow. Whoa. Oh man! Whoa! One year, five point three. He, you're telling me the Lakers couldn't do that? He wanted Golden State. Wow! All right. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Well, uh, well, I said I, I. This concludes this. No. Yeah, and I and the three I said on side A that Golden State was gonna get like in order for them to just run away with it. I didn't even include Boogie on that, but good lord. <sighs> Oh boy! Well, that he's I mean, gonna have no pressure, and they finally get a, a like a big man presence that's not afraid to bang, which was Golden State's Achilles. I mean, assuming he, assuming he's 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 healthy, assuming he's healthy. But I think Golden State, I think their doctors take care of him. Oh man! See, I think that's the kind of move that. Then we're gonna switch to NBA talk real quick. Um, it's too, it's really too bad that uh, Kawhi has said he'll only play for the Lakers because otherwise, if I'm like Philly, yeah. I just say, you know what? Let's do it. What do you need? They got, they got picks. They got young kids. They don't need them all. What do you need? So you're talking about, 
surrounding us. You're talking about surrounding a core of Kawhi, Simmons, and Embiid. That's right. Okay. You just say, what do you need, right? I mean, you give up what's his name? I can't even think of his name right now. Who? Um, number one pick last year. <laughs> uh, oh, Ben Simmons, right? No. That was the year before. Oh. Um, Mr. I Can't Shoot. Um, oh, uh, Philly Fultz. fans are killing me right now. Fultz, Thank Fultz, you, Marco Fultz. Fultz, 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 Fultz. Um, I mean, although, you know, I mean, maybe you don't give up a number one pick that, that quickly. I get that. But, like, maybe you say, listen, Fultz, um, one, one or two of their other younger guys, and then, you know, some of these other picks they got stashed, and you call it a day. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was uh, one year, 5.3 million. One year, 5.3. All right. So, anyway, back to Drake. Yeah. Um, after Dark, how do you feel about it? Um, <laughs> I'm still in shock. Okay, they they're expecting him to not return until December, January, and That's they fine. said and they said the Warriors have are like they're not rushing. That's fine. Yeah, they, they don't, don't care about that. They just need him in the playoffs. Just need him in the playoffs. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. After after dark. Yeah. It's yeah. If you if you miss that black ground Aaliyah Timberland album cut sound, because there <laughs> we, was two, there do was we two, have the song for you. Yeah, because there was two different sounds of that whole Timbaland era. Like the singles were very over the top. So everything from God, all the Missy stuff, the Timbaland yeah. Magoo stuff, very, very over the top. But they had this second layer, even the genuine stuff. But they had this second yeah. layer that they would go to, where it was a lot more subdued. It was more melodic. It was more musical. That's what this is. Um, I don't need it on. I don't need it on a Drake album. Mm. I think it picks up when Ty Dolla Sign comes on. Interesting. Um, but I don't, I hate the hook. I, ha- I hate the hook. The hook is annoying. Um, and I hate the drums because the drums just sound dated. They sound like it. Like, it sounds like 97. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't, I don't really need it. Um, yeah, I don't need it. Okay. Uh, so now we get to Final Fantasy, um, produced by Boy Wonder, 40, and Jahan Sweet. Um, so at first, I'm listening to this and I was like, oh, wait, so he's rapping on this? <laughs> But then there's a whole second half to this. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, this is the uh, companion to After Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite as uh, sweet, we'll say, as After Dark might be. <laughs> um, this feels like two different ideas that they connected with a Mori sample. Um, like, uh, I don't really like either half of this, to be honest with you. It's okay, but like, I'm just kind of like, meh. I feel like this; these are two different ideas that they didn't really flesh out. I don't know. What do you think? I I I don't like this song at all. Yeah, I don't like this song at all. Considering it's Boy Wonder and Forty, I kind of expect more. Not gonna yeah, lie. I, don't I mean, like this. You, you can't always get them, but you know. All right. Well, let's move on to March Fourteenth, which is m- way more interesting to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. So, uh, produced by T minus. Um. And I'm not sure if these are new. If this is new stuff from T-minus, or if this is like stuff that's been in the vault. But um, I don't know. Listen to this. I would have sworn to you that this was 40, frankly. Um, but uh, boy, Drake's just—he's laying it all out. It's kind of yeah. interesting, right? After an album where he um kind of references the kid and is kind of a, like kind of will say some stuff, but not really. Like then to at the end of the album, he's like, "Oh, here it all is, everything." Right? Um, I. I I don't know. I think I kind of like this. I'm glad that this is here. I think this is important for the album. I, um, I think the beat is good, not great, which I could describe like 80% of the album this way. Um, 
it's interesting how he is really like sort of in a in a way that um is sort of a response to Pusha in a sense, right? Like he is talking with real honesty about like the irony of like what he has said about his family and mm-hmm. now he's got a kid like in a way that is like if you're gonna address stuff that Pusha said about you, like this is actually how you do it. Like he owns mm-hmm. up to it in a sense, right? He doesn't get defensive or and who knows what this hypothetical diss would have would have said, right? But like I think this is a real this is a really important song for Drake and I think it's good. I don't think it's great. Um but I think it's I think he kinda he had to do this and I think he kinda came through. Now the title of this is kinda interesting. why is it I mean so the title is the day after he found out? I'm right. going to say it was the day after the DNA test came back. Right, 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 right. When the when the rumor was that this was the day he went to Wyoming, and that may have been true, but people thought this was the Kanye response, and right. nowhere Not at near. all. Not at all. Um, so how do you feel about March 14th? He sounds, he sounds defeated on a song about his son. He sounds like, man, should have pulled out, should have wore rubber. Like, he sounds like, I, I didn't. I know. Yeah. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean, I mean right. He's that, really, but that's the thing. Like you don't, you don't, as someone who's put out a lot, a lot of stuff about his life out there and his music, like in retrospect, you don't put that stuff out there because they yeah. get, your kids are going to get older. I've said this on the show. Like wait, it, wait till this kid is 10 years old and listens to this. Yeah. And he's, but he's gotta, I'm going to trust that, you know, like I have to have, because of that, I have to have really authentic conversations with my kids. You know, so they asked me questions about, you know, the relationships that I had with their mom and all that stuff. And what does that mean? And blah, blah, blah. Um, hey, you're still recording on your end, right? Yeah. yeah. OK, good. Um, Sorry, keep going. No, you're, um, and I have to give an account for that stuff. And so, right. you know, I think I I guess I, I hope he learns to do that. Mm. You know, um, there's no manual for for parenting. Like I have so much empathy and respect for parents who attempt because there's no manual like you it's 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 learn as you go and try to do the best you can and you know still recognize that you're gonna you're gonna hit some bumps in the road and that's being nice about it um but as as a song like yeah again like this is the i feel like these are this was this was cleanup if if pusha doesn't drop added on this doesn't happen it's completely different it's celebratory Yo, I found out. Can't believe right, it. Wasn't right, right, expecting right, right, it, right, right, but right. I'm so glad you're here. Can't wait to teach you how to play ball, how to ride a bike, how to do this. You know, we it's I, I'm sure he still would have said that what he said about his parents, like don't like the circumstances. But, you know, and I'm sure he would have threw the same baby mama shots, but we're going to make it work and blah, blah, blah. Like he's dedicating a tattoo that he already got. <laughs> I got this 11 tattooed for something else, but it's yours now. <laughs> like, come on, man. You're right. He, I mean, he does sound defeated. There, that, yeah, I'll give you that. This is a weird song, kind of, in a sense. Yes, yes. He's very candid. Yes. You know there was going to be... I mean, I'm sort of surprised he didn't just try to do the, the Billie Jean sample, but thank God he didn't. He just has a Billie Jean line. Um, but, um, yeah, this is a... I don't know. Interesting closer to the album. It sort of doesn't work with the A-side, B-side. I agree. If anything, this should have closed out the A-side. Well, yeah. Right, this is like the shock and awe at the mm-hmm. end of A. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so there's a lot of music here that we talked about. <sighs> yep, yep. How do you feel about Scorpion overall? I think in 2018, we know exactly what we're getting with Drake. Okay. 
I think that he has um, drawn a line and he, I think for people, he's going to have to make some sharp left turns in the next year to really get back in. I, want, I don't want to say get back in people's good graces, but to sort of, sort, sort of shake things up, he's going to have mean, to make some sharp left turns. I mean, are you, are you overstating things a bit, right? I mean, this album's going to stream like, you know, a ridiculous number of songs. Like he's, he's had two number one absolute freaking smashes this year. He's breaking records left and right. Why do you think he needs to switch it up? Here's the thing about streaming. Because everybody has access to it. Everybody who's listening to your album are not necessarily fans. Like, if I'm paying my $12, my $12.99, it's because I like you and I want to buy the album. Right. We're all paying $9.99 a month. So if something's out, out of those 700000 800000 900000 a good chunk of them are just listening to be in the conversation. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm not I'm not saying Drake has fallen off. I'm not saying Drake is trash because there's some really high highs on this album. But I think there are two. There's 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 a few things here. Um, I think he needs to. I, I think that he's going to have to switch it up because he still wants that classic. And that's and this isn't it. People are expecting a well-rounded um, sequencing. Right. Like people want that. and He's dropping playlists. This is a playlist. Mm. But, and this is how people consume music in 2018. A good percentage of them. They're, we're still out there. But a lot of people just do playlists. And he's catering to that fan base. Now, he may have stretches for us where there's four or five records in a row where like, oh, this is sequenced really well. Um, but in the totality, he's, 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 he's sequencing. Or he's, he's, he's playlisting it. You know? So... All in all, and, it, and, there's, and it's not about stretches as much as it is about peaks and valleys. And there are definitely some peaks on this album. I don't hate the album. I don't think it's trash. Um, it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's probably okay. like three out of five. Three mics. Three and a, maybe three and a half being nice. But three mics. It's okay. Three, three mics, that's a, I mean, three I'm mics old. Is, old source, three mics is bad. But in this instance, the, three mics is cool. Uh, the source in 1996 absolutely gives us four mics. A def- uh, three and a half. I think Ooh. they give it three and a half. They're really taking a stand. Yeah. This is the shock and awe. Like, this is the, yo, the source only gave Scorpion three and a half mics. Uh, I, I, I was playing devil's advocate with you. I, I agree. I think he needs to switch it up. Um, I think the streaming, I think this is, I think we're now at the point where, like, it's clear to everybody. And I mean, I know Billboard is attempting to change a little bit how they count streams. They're going to discount YouTube a bit. Um, Especially stuff where it's just like playing in the background. They, they they're trying to avoid the whole like this is a meme, so it, it becomes the number one song in the country type thing. Mm-hmm. Even if that's not reflective of what people are actually listening to for music. Um, but I think we this is a this is an example of like, look if you tell them if you tell artists that like the, the most streams you like streams count a certain way, like they're gonna game the system, and that's what Drake's doing here. Like the streaming era is not doing him service like for his legacy as an artist right there is a certain business legacy which is like because he's so big like he's just going to do ridiculous numbers but like if the streaming if if the way that streaming counts towards billboard wasn't set up to reward as many tracks as possible in an album then this would not be 25 it just wouldn't be right yeah um and i know cds were an artificial thing too right some artists wanted to pack it 
So, you know, Master P always wanted you to get your money's worth, right? That's what he said. Um, he wanted you to feel like, oh, I got 24 tracks on the CD. They only got 12 on theirs, you know? Um, I think that that is like distorting what's happening here um, for, for, for Drake's music. And um, I, I think the point that you made about how like something, right? Whether it's push a T thing, which is the most obvious candidate, but something has pushed him off his game because the first five months of this year, Drake was unstoppable. Yep. He was unstoppable. on a roll. Yes. Unstoppable. God's plan, diplomatic community come out. Pff, right. The don't video. Forget, yep. Don't, like he, he completely skates and just kills look alive and it makes JB yes. black boy a, a national name now. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, nice for what comes out. You know, I'm upset. Heat check. All right. But like listening to how he started this year, I would have never expected views too. Because isn't that what more more life was supposed to be? The oops, I, I got too serious and too dark. Here's a left turn. Mm-hmm. That was views. I'm sorry. That was uh, more life. Mm-hmm. But that is not what we got here. So I, I considering what, what the turn we saw in more life and considering the singles that we heard, I'm upset aside. I was like, you know what? I was not expecting dark, cold, sad Drake. Yep. And he's an, look, he's, he's a person. He can be sad if he wants to be whatever. But like, I have come to, I'm coming around to your point of, yeah, like, I don't think this is the Scorpion he wanted to make six months ago. Nope. Um, I, I also, I don't know. I worry a bit about whoever is surrounding Drake and helping him pick beats, right? Because go back and listen to views and there are records on there that are sad and overly serious and stuff and all that stuff. But the production on views is way is, is notably better than the production on Scorpion. Mm. Even Frank, I know more life has some throwaways and everything else, but like, I don't know, like it's almost like Drake with a couple exceptions here. Drake kind of forgot how to make a banger on this album. Yeah. Like, and instead some of these songs, they're just, they're flat yeah and so i don't know if you know i i recognize that like the idea of like a banger is not exactly what's like in style right now but like i don't know man this is aside from thank me later which i may need to revisit again at some point so i can properly evaluate like aside from thank me later this is right now it's early this is my least favorite drink project mm. i'd rather listen to more life i'd rather listen to what a time to be alive Ooh. I let that. I played that uh, a couple weeks ago. That uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive is like what? Thirteen tracks? No. And it's got like, about like seven. No, no, no. It's got more than that. No. It has eleven. All right, so we split. Okay. It's got right. eleven. Um, but like digital dash, diamonds dancing, thirty for thirty. Like already, I don't know. Like. <laughs> Out of eleven, I don't know. To me, like I would, there are tracks on 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 what a time, like the dope song to total track, like total album length ratio. If you want to create such a thing, it's stronger on what a time. Now it's still early. Some of the stuff's gonna grow on me. I get that. Part of it too is like like God's plan, super successful and nice for what? Incredible, also super successful. Like nice for what? Imagine if like we hadn't already beat that to death. Like if if you could just discover that on the album, you'd be like, oh, but you know. I don't know. Outside of the singles, there's just not a lot of stuff on here where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. It's kind of a boring album. Yeah. <sighs> um, yeah. Um, I, I think I want to say mm, mm, 
What do you want to say? I want. <laughs> okay, I want to. I want to respond to your. Here's the. I want to respond to your comment that there are no bangers on this album. Okay. Um, but the fact that I'm like, kind of, I don't know. Like, I feel like emotionless bangs. That's um, not a banger. That's not that. There's maybe we. Maybe you know. This is like when we try to define what's a slow jam, right? Yeah. Ugh. Talk up bangs, and then in my feel, like in my feelings. Like those are like so. What when I say a banger, I'm talking about a record that stands out. Okay. On the album, those three stand out to me. Mm, stand out as being really, 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 really good. But I understand what you're saying though, because if if you look if you look at a if you look at like if you're reading this, yeah, I'm looking at that track list right now actually. Like energy, ten bands, know yourself, no telling, Madonna, six guy, ugly. Yeah. I'm not crazy about the second half of this album, I'm not gonna lie. Second half of which album? If you're reading it. If you're reading this. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. Star um, now, now, to now and forever six. is now and forever is dope. Yeah, I'm company I'm, is dope. I'm good on actually I'm good on from Star Sixty Seven to You in the I like You in the Six. Um, but I love Jungle and Six PM in New York is hard. But that's that's a nice little drop off. Used two is okay. Now and Forever and Company are great. Uh. <laughs> anyway um yeah so the response i'm seeing online most people are kind of like eh, it's bloated it's bloated so let me end with this um here's what i don't get if you're gonna go to the trouble of having side a and side b mm -hmm. but then not even really truly sticking to the side a side b concept at times mm -hmm. but that's okay so side a and side b and it's almost 90 minutes long why would you not go all the way to 100 minutes and the reason why i say that now i realize that's 10 more minutes <laughs> But 100 minutes is the uh, definition of a double album for, for RIAA, uh, RIAA, and they're the people who award like platinum, double platinum, etc. So he's created this monstrously long album that, and I realize it's a stupid rule because if we live in a world where a Kanye West album can be 23 minutes long and be an album, why, why isn't this a triple album, right? But that's the rule. So why not go all the way? Like if you want this to be your... This is a heat check album, right? This is him at the, this was supposed to be the heat check album tied in with the Adidas stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's doing his double CD and the whole night. Just go all the way. Because then, first of all, these first week streaming numbers with two or three more songs would be even larger. But then the certification would be double, right? So people talk about albums that have sold like 10 million copies, like diamond selling album, like diamond albums, right? In hip hop. So some of those include uh, Love Below, um, speaker box and um life of death right well because those are double albums they actually only sold five million right but we don't think about it that way in hip-hop because it went diamond right so like it's kind of weird in a sense we're almost like drake look if you're gonna blow it out and have this be the most ridiculously overstuffed thing just go ahead and do it kind of weird to me it's almost like i don't know I, I i don't quite get it like why not surely somebody on his team at some point said hey listen this isn't really gonna qualify for double out i don't know and what I mean, there's a whole other side of conversation about what is even a double album, right? Because who's actually gonna buy this on CD? Right. I thought people. I thought the. Um. I thought the consensus was that. Um. This doing a double album got him out of some deal. I don't know if it was his Apple deal. I don't know if it's Cash Money deal. I don't think so. These. Don't, I mean, at least as you know, the RIA defines a double album. This is not a double album. It's just a really, really long and weird album. Okay. <laughs> there's that. So yeah. Um.
I don't know. Anything else you want to say? We've been talking a lot about Drake. Anything else you want to say, man? Nah, I think we. I think we've we've, we've said enough. We beat we we beat it to death. Um, okay. Is that it for this week? I think so. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us on this 299th episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I have no idea what we're doing for 300. We have to figure that out. Um, but uh, thank you everybody as always. Uh, please hit us up on Twitter at CRS Podcast and let us know what you think. Um whether it's NBA talk or all the Drake talk, we want to hear it. And uh, yeah, Armand, you got anything else? Nope. All right, we'll see y'all later.